Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne, in the building. I'm here with Ash. You know, she's feeling good, looking good. Actually, she seems like she's tired, exhausted. But <laughs> keep my eyes open. You know, I'm sitting out falling asleep on the couch, like yeah, I'm like, just resting my when eyes. When you came in, I was like, she seems like her energy is very low. Manega, <laughs> that's a letter statement. <laughs> But whatever, do what you got to do to get where you need to be. How has your weekend been? It was busy, but I did kept like I started watching like old school anime out of nowhere. First, it started out with what's the one when they're on that train, and it's the two cats. Have you ever seen that? That's not. I'm on a train and it's two cats. It's called like the night. It's called like the night express or some. Not the night. That's Galaxy Express, which I got from the library. But they, it's two. It's a whole world full of cats, <laughs> and the little homie is an outcast, as most animes like this, you know, go. He's a cat outcast, and he uh don't nobody like him except for his one friend what's his name campanella i know the names it's campanella <laughs> Campan- is this? yes this is it listen that is a vibe you'll like that uh, it's 1985 so you this was like before this. listen to me stuff okay. that you showed me i'm pretty confident that you'll like this movie you won't maybe you won't love it i don't know okay. but campanella and the little other blue cat right so well you can't tell me about it if, if you want to watch it oh okay um yeah just know it's really it's just visually beautiful it's a cause you like vibe stuff like cause remember how you like you had the idea of like you didn't want like the movie to be sent or your story to be sent around so much talking yeah that's a good example of that okay yeah like they talk but it's more so like a feeling than it is dialogue so you if you wanna check it out you can but I watched that what else did I get so when you said old school anime you really meant like back in the day you didn't mean like early 2000s I'm talking about the English weirdo ass (laughs) the dub on this bitch is hella strange (laughs) I'm not talking about like it kind of like you can see the evolution now like the next one I got I think is Galaxy Express 99 just based off of that um and that was made a couple years after that one so I don't know what it is about this, and I'm just like, this seems really interesting. Okay. Yeah, anime from the 80s. I might give Akira a stab since everybody... Oh, that's what I watched too. Vampire Hunter D, the original one that came out in 1980, blah, blah, blah. And then I watched the one that came out in like 2001 or whatever. Why'd you shake your head? Because the first one was dumb as fuck, like really stupid. <laughs> but hilarious. Me and Riley watched it and had a ball because that's how dumb it was. She's like, Mom, can you get it again? It was funny. I said, Sure. <laughs> and then we watched. No, I watched the second one. And then she was upset because I didn't watch it with her because she was really trying to see where this saga <laughs> went. But um, I can, somebody was like, It's overhyped. I'm like, Yeah. It kind of is. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it's definitely not the worst thing. But I have more. Isn't that about Alucard? Mm, I don't know. He called a. Um, he is a vampire, but he like makes he half human, half vampire. It's like a Delamere or something, a, De- a Denier or something. Is he uh, Dracula's son? 
Nah, I don't know. I wouldn't pay attention to that part. All I know is oh no, you somebody said you watched Vampire Hunter. Yeah. You didn't somebody. watch uh, Dracula twenty um something. Yeah, the vampire fucked his mommy and then he's special and then he got this like demon thing in his hand that helps him out when he gets in the bind. Where'd that come from? <laughs> it just was there. It was there in the first one being hilarious. And it wasn't quite there as much in the second one being hilarious, but. Oh, so it has its own personality? Right. It's like supposed to be like a metaphor for his like ego thoughts because he's so cool. Like this nigga say like 10 words. You know what I mean? So it's supposed to be like his human side of him in his hand or whatever. It's supposed to be a metaphor for that. So he say all the intrusive thoughts that we probably shouldn't be saying. Like he was supposed to rescue the the damsel in distress and he was like, Yeah, she young. You see, she offered your body for in exchange to help her find the help her hunt that vampire. You could take advantage of that. So he's saying shit like that throughout the first one. <laughs> so he's just wild over here. <laughs> but I appreciate that because it helped because this nigga don't be saying shit. <laughs> you said just, it helped. Yeah, it helped. I need like, some dialogue, some talking. Yeah, because like, it just made it a little bit more balanced because he was so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's part of his persona. Like, he's here to get the job done, you know? Okay, okay. So... What else did I see? Oh, I watched this movie called The Hunt. That shit was fucking awesome. This girl, so these rich people decide to kidnap these people they call deplorable. So this was made in 1920, right when the pandemic hit. Yeah, so like, you know, she's wait, mega rich. 1920? No, I'm sorry, 2020. Uh, I was like, wait, I don't understand. <laughs> what pandemic hit? 1920. I'm, 2020. What history am I missing? <laughs> Okay. It's a pretty dope movie. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. It's a pretty cool fight scene in there. But anyway, these rich people kidnap these people because they said some things on the internet that's like supposed to be like a satirical take on the left and right <clears throat> fighting at each other. So, of course, the people who have a lot of money kidnap the people who are online, conspiracy theorists, you know, basically a right wing fair. And uh, there's this one bad bitch in there that started wrecking shit. She's pretty cool. I enjoyed this movie. But that's what I did besides working. Watch a lot of movies. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I really enjoyed that. Uh-huh. It was nice. I caught up on some sleep. Mm-hmm. I've been at work every day, um, either five or six. So, uh... <clears throat> I came home uh, yesterday. I worked, and I went and took a nap, and then um, I did the show. I slept today until like eleven. Mm-hmm. I woke up at eight like normal, but I just said, "Nah, I'm not getting out the bed." So <laughs> I stayed in the bed and went back to sleep because mm-hmm. I didn't have nothing to do, and then. I had finished my book yesterday that I had been listening to that had had like a grip on me. Which book? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation. It's a um, light novel series that I've been reading. So I got through the last, uh, let's call it four volumes from like 15 to 21, something like that. So yeah, the newest one doesn't come out until May. So that had a hold on me for like the last five, six days because they're about mm, six. The shortest one's probably like six hours long. Mm. 
So. Do you and Charles do light novels in the show or not? It's like a personal you thing. Um, he listens to different. Well, he reads them. Yeah. But me and him are. So he has a couple other like series that he's listening to, and I just found a YouTube channel that plays light novels as audiobooks. Mm. So I've been. Um, that's where I've been at and listening to all those. So I'm currently much farther than him on all the light novels. So I'm not saying anything about anything that's happening. Cause like, <laughs> I think in, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a jun- dungeon or Don Machi? I, I'm waiting for volume either 18 or 19 to come out. Um, and he's on volume like 13 and then on Mushoku Tensei or Jobless Reincarnation um, like I said I just finished volume 21 I'm waiting for volume 22 to be on there and he is probably on volume just finished 14 mm. so yeah there's a, a bit of a information like he was ahead of me because he was reading before me, but then he's reading so many things. And I don't think most people do content like I do content. Like, it, it'll be the only thing I do. Like, I wake up in the morning, I start getting ready, I just start playing this, this the book. Cause shit, I mean, might as well listen to it while I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. On my drive to work, I'm listening to it. While I'm at work, during like little down periods, I'm listening to it on the way back to the house I said alright well let me listen to this and then I just sit in the house and then listen for the rest of the hour <laughs> I, I don't watch anything I don't. I do literally nothing else <laughs> it's ridiculous I be wanting to be like alright I gotta get through this cause I gotta get out of this cycle of just this is all I'm doing this is not good you have to do other things but I don't wanna do other things I wanna know what's gonna happen to the story I was like I know I know you do I had a question about an ADHD thing mm-hmm. somebody said when you have an appointment for four o'clock. You don't do shit all day until you got to get to that appointment. Is that something you do? Like, days like my whole day stops until I have to get to that appointment. I'm like, that don't sound very ADHD, but I wonder if you experience something like that. <clears throat> I do like to have my appointments earlier in the day mm-hmm. because I will say that it feels like I can't really do anything. Mm. Like, I'm not very controlled. If you, this thing is later in the day, so I have to remain somewhat controlled in like what I do, so that way I can make sure I'm on time for this thing. That's like I can't really do anything. Like, oh, because it's like, is it like a fear of getting distracted, or is that like a brain? Yeah, thing? I'm gonna get distracted. I'm not gonna remember. Yeah, I would be oh. about doing something. And then that's why I rather just have it in the morning yeah I, all my appointments schedule they're like how what's the earliest we can do and mm-hmm. i'll just get up early and go do this because then i'm done with it and i can go and do whatever else i need to do for the rest of the day but yeah i don't really schedule anything for like later in the day because again i guess it does feel like I can't really do a whole lot. Like, I guess I've had interviews that are like in the middle of the day and I don't really do too much. Like I wake up and I just kind of like fuck around until it's time to go do this interview. Oh, okay. And I would prefer for them to be in the morning, but 
sometimes we're at like one and then it's like all right well i'll get up and then at eight and then by the time you know it it's like nine o'clock and then you're like well let me make me something to eat and then you eat and then boom it's 10 and you're like all right well let me figure out what i'm gonna wear and then like it's 11 o'clock now and I can't really do nothing because like <laughs> it's about to be twelve, and then once it's twelve, what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> this is how time goes. It just keeps. <laughs> what constitutes is doing nothing for y'all? Because I am confusion. Because I I kind of understand what you're saying. You don't want to preoccupy your brain with anything else. Because I can't I guess leave my house. Other energy. You just can't leave your house. No. Oh. Hmm. Like I gotta just sit here and just kind of like wait on this appointment to happen. <laughs> like maybe I I might be able to like run to the gas station shit like that, yeah. but I can't really like go do nothing. Mm-hmm. No, I can't really start start my day. Mm. Like what am I do? Go hang out with someone and be like, oh, it's four o'clock. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's well. Hanging out, I just thought like y'all just don't do nothing. The way I just describe is y'all just kind of wander around <laughs> the house, yeah, <laughs> wander, doing nothing because there's nothing that you cause you can't go nowhere. What? That's weird. How? Oh. I don't know. What if you need to go to the grocery store? You're not going to the grocery store. It'll just wait till after one. Is it a quick trip? It's no. like it's eleven o'clock. Oh, I can get there in fifteen minutes. Nah. Oh no, I'm not ten going. o'clock. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not you, going. You can be like, all right, I could be doing my shopping by twelve. No. No, that's weird. I ain't gonna lie. No, I'm not going. Not for an interview. Even though I gotta go to the doctor's office, I'm not going. Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> If you go to the doctor's office? No. Like, I don't got time for that. Like uh, Cause like I don't like to feel like I don't like to feel rushed. So mm-hmm. like, when I have to work at six o'clock in the morning, I usually have my alarm set for four or fifty. Mm-hmm. So that way I can get out of the bed at five and have an, like about forty minutes to just like leisurely put clothes on and like leave out for work. You know, really, I could do it in like. 15 minutes really because like I showered the night before so all I really got to do is like wash my face brush my teeth throw my clothes on and I can be out the door mm-hmm. I don't like to feel like I'm rushing and <clears throat> to the point that like I've gotten to where it's like oh shit I'm gonna be late well let's just be comfortable with being late and continue to move at the same pace that we were going to move at and just get there when we were going to get there because uh like, I woke up at, like, I was supposed to be somewhere at, like, 6. I work at 6, and I woke up at, like, 5.50, 5.45, something like that. And I said, well, I'm going to be late. <laughs> and so at first I started to rush, and I said, you know, no, no. let's just get comfortable with the fact that we're going to be about 15 20 minutes late right because i don't want to rush because that just does not feel nice and so if i feel like i have to like hurry up and be in a grocery store rushing so i make sure i leave and put this shit out of the way no i don't want to do none of that i'm just okay. at the house 
Alright, that I can understand. You know. Someone who should have just stayed at the house is King Von. Me and Ash watched a docuseries. And by docuseries, I mean a YouTube uh, documentary that um, highlighted some events in King Von's past that were um, violent. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. That nigga. Yeah, so what I really wanted to talk about is like how do we feel about like the separation of artists and their music that nigga was not separate he was whatever the fuck he was talking about okay so is he do you feel like he goes in like the category with R. Kelly where it's like R. Kelly clearly was singing about the things that he was doing <laughs> so gross to think about oh god so it's uh, like all right, R. Kelly was doing that you were clearly rapping about murders and activities that you actually were getting active in in the thick end remember when this nigga was in his cause they just said ops I don't like saying the word ops but remember he was just in their neighborhood mm-hmm. just walking around talking shit I'm like <laughs> this is a psychopath that is psychopathic behavior that is all the things niggas wish they could do but they don't really have the heart to no no for me the craziest thing is when King Von was in the girl assassin, the female assassin's documentary series. Yeah. Pretending like he wasn't one of her rivals and didn't know her and was just like someone that like had a crush on her. Excuse me. <laughs> it's so sick. That's a new level. Tony, you ever go in that low? You ever go in that low? That's craziness. <laughs> Tony, could you ever see yourself going a little as petty as you can get? You ever just being like, yeah, man, <laughs> she's gone. I mean, maybe. Maybe, depending on what they did or what. I can definitely see. Like, I, I, I just thought, I was like, I could be definitely someone who was like, damn, I can't believe that happened to them. <laughs> what? I can see it too. <laughs> And it'd be me that did it. I don't think you'd be public with it, though. I think you'd probably be more so with your friends. Like, dang, it's crazy, y'all. No, but, like, if the person (laughs) that was, like, connected to it, affected by it, came to me, was like, Mm. did you hear about this? I would be like, that is so crazy. Like, I would be fully invested in, damn. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry to hear that. How are they doing How are you doing? Anything I could do to help? Yeah. Call me if you need anything. How can I be a resource? This is sick. Sick arena. Um, no, nah, because fuck them. <laughs> I tried. I, I really tried internally to be like more eloquent, but it was just really like, no. What? Because, like, Nah, there's no really explaining it no, it's in not. a way that's gonna make you understand. It's but I'll say this: any better. <laughs> if you the enemy and you got it, and then other people come around, I'm definitely playing clueless. <laughs> exactly, and then I understand that from a survivor perspective. Get that. 
I might dislike you so much that now I'm playing saddened individual over you. Like sending you condolences and shit. Like, if I could, so I'll say this if I feel like I could get it off where I could be like, oh, that's so crazy. I'm sorry that happened. And be like talking like that. Mm-hmm. And be the one that did it to the people that I did it to. Or like, have some, or like, didn't know that I did it, but were like interested in the thing. And I was just like, being able to talk. I would. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Because I'm just thinking about a couple of things. I'm like, you know, there's definitely a couple of things that I can think of that I would be like, if I went through and did did something it's like and then people came to like tell me about it or like be upset about it and like want to vent with me I would definitely be like consoling and like everything like that I might even look for a post online to like go and like talk under and say I'm so sorry and everything like you reposting it? Mm-hmm. This nigga reposting it with the RIP and the dust. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, you a fucking jerk. Not that other guy didn't beat you because he actually did it. So you can't ever top this unless you actually really go there, and that's something. But that man actually went there. He deep dived into it. Mm. Do you anyway. think we should support our artists? Um, that's a hard question. I thought about that a lot. It makes his music interesting to me. Yeah, it does give you more entertainment value, which is the reason why we there, right? It's because entertaining. Like, the numbers that he was doing when he would go live was crazy. I just never seen anything like that. Like, you think you didn't see it in a satirical point of view, but I just never seen nothing like that in real life. Like, just watching those numbers just keep going up every time he went on live, talking about the things that he was doing and, you know, bragging about things and where he's been was fucking insane i'm like please please help me understand this insanity that's fair that's a very fair statement nigga i've never seen that before like i said satirical wise yeah like what's that show black mirror that's some black mirror shit i feel like people are infatuated with with that and wanting it to be the reality so like on one hand I'm like wow that's crazy but on the other hand I'm like well he wasn't a liar this is true remember he got yoked up and he was like you ever been arrested before (laughs) he just casually said yeah yeah. and the cop was like what for what he's like What was for it? A two, murder and yeah, yeah, two attempts in one in one body. Kind of what? He <laughs> mm-hmm. flippantly said that yeah, someone got killed, and they said I tried to kill two other people. <sighs> okay, you're going to j- get in the back of the car. <laughs> you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, separating artists, you know, thing. I don't know if that's entirely. If are you capable of doing it? 
sure you can say it sure but i feel like every time somebody say it they're trying to say like well the music is good so you know what i'm saying like are you inadvertently doing like the music is I so i think that this is actually a great question now mm-hmm. i have do we want our artist to be like him or like six nine <laughs> what completely fake and right. had no real like street cred or bone in his body but did all that tough talking in music or someone who does all the same tough talking in music similar like viralness and popularity yeah but is also very serious about all the things that he's saying i don't know because some of the greatest poets not charles bukowski was about that life that nigga has stayed with hookers and fucking alcoholism. Did he write that? Did it cut him out in his shit? Eh, I guess you could say that. I'm trying to think of who else when it comes out. I don't know. I guess you would want... No, I'm not going to say that. I don't want it to be real. I don't want it to be real. I don't know about fakeness either because what if... Clearly, like... I don't know who rap, who like sings about do right, I'll just say everybody I guess everybody guilty do everybody know what real true love is to really be a loving person or to have unconditional love you could argue no <laughs> I mean I don't think most people know what that shit really is I think, I think that people is... know what lust is but we constantly singing about that shit like constantly I mean... so you know what I'm saying like do you believe that most people know about for real love like true love from the heart you love something unconditional regardless if they're your child or your pet like just whatever and really being a loving person and embodying that every day do most people know what that is see I take it as they um I think it's subjective Mm -hmm. for love at least for me where it's how you take interpret and process and then present love Mm -hmm. so it's interpret it's subjective between you and everybody else that you're or the other people that you're involved with that like you're sharing or trying to like show love to mm-hmm. so I think that when people are singing about it they sing about the type of love that they are experiencing and expressing and showing and whatever I can take and relate from is kind of what I do and so I guess I take that as real and so because that's what they know so yeah but couldn't really but even if you know something do you, are you really embodying the full thing like you don't I feel like with most people and I've been oh no I can't see it they're, they're living what they're singing right. I, I would have no idea but you really don't have an idea whether it's a Takashi or a, a Vaughn unless it's until it shows itself but exactly when it shows itself which one do you like more do you... I don't like neither one of them I'm not gonna oh, okay. I don't want either none of that well, shit is okay a, that's not a reality you can't be like well I don't want you to be fake but I also don't want you to be real no oh my god what yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no, what I'm saying what do you mean no. <laughs> don't be fake but don't be real. <laughs> you seem real stuck on this. Because I can't say I want either one of them to happen. So just but it happens so much. Yeah. Like it happens so much on both of the spectrums. Like uh, is one better than the other one? I would say I guess because don't nobody want to be lied to. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you've 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 inflated this so much with air. Who was <laughs> who was on it. his um laying in his studio jacking off? Why Marvin Gaye. That nigga before you wrote. Do, do you want him to be fake? <laughs> like that's one of your favorite artists. It is. Do you want all that shit to be like just him just like bullshit, just going in there straight lace, do a song and then come out and go home and like have the most boring missionary sex? That's, or do these wild stories like make the music better for you? No, I mean, yeah, no, my yeah, mom. Like, I just said no. This actually, yes, they do. Yes, that <laughs> one definitely made it like that nigga wild. But at the same time, it's like, how did we get? Why do we have to take this road to get here? For this rawness, why did we choose something else? I mean, it's like I'm not saying I don't want to think about this, but it makes sense that Marvin Gaye was just jerking off in the. But R. Kelly used to do it too. He used to have bitches grinding on him when he sung. Did it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's something. Sometimes it gets too real. Sometimes it gets too real. Reality just be ugly. I think that's what a hot problem is. It's not this fluff. Like it's, it's not, not this always clean. Pretty. Yeah, what you have in your head, what you think it really looks like. Yeah. But I think do most people know? Like most artists that. Method Man talked about this. He was like, rappers are pretty good liars. Like, you might be in some shit, but a lot of the times, you know, like, uh, like how rappers kind of adopted pimp culture and having all the bitches and having the gold chains. Well, some of them niggas wasn't doing that shit, and some of them probably was doing that thing. And I can't really say, but you know, what's that? Art imitates life, so. <laughs> One one adds a certain more powerful punch than the other. I will admit to that. What I do I want this if it's that extreme? So you want degrees of realness. Yeah, like Marvin Gaye jerking off and the thing didn't really harm anybody. So you don't you want the Marvin Gaye realness, not the R. Kelly realness. You want yeah, cause we don't know what the fuck was going on in the booths with R. Kelly now. We're just gonna leave that up to speculation. Yeah, because he's crazy. But the King Von and them stuff that should be like way sad like I was sad for them young kids doing all that stuff but that's the reality you know what I mean that's the reality that they face and that's what he shared with the world so is it any less art no it's not because like you said he rapped about what he knew so I'm not gonna take that away from him he rapped about what he knew and people resonated with it on a level and was listening so I mean and you missed the first part of the um docuseries but in the mm-hmm. first part what he said is what really set him off is um his best friend got killed in front of him mm. when they were young and so from then on it was like all right well retaliation is a must mm. and then he retaliated he was doing his thing but also still more of his friends was dying like the girl that he killed or potentially killed ki mm-hmm. um she was connected to the killing of White White, which was one of his friends and everything like that. And so she would talk shit about that and kept talking shit about Odie, mm. which is another one. And like after they killed, um, no, after she killed Odie, they changed the name of their set to Oblock. Mm yeah and so she was like um something make the O K-I make the O basically so saying that she killed Odie and made them change their name and so it's just like 
I understand that all of this is crazy, but on another instance, it's if you're in the military and you go to another area and you in conflict and when your like comrade in arms gets killed right next to you, you gonna want to get some get back on the perceived enemy, right? And in not so different reality, this was a war. Right, 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 right. These niggas had leaders and yeah, organizations. Yeah, right. like this was like they were at war with each other, and it's two opposing sides. And in war, unless you surrender, and you're retaliating. Mm. You're attacking and you're retaliating. You're attacking and they attack and they plan something and they set y'all up and you set something up and y'all retaliate and y'all are trying to exhaust the other enemy's resources until they're they're gone Mm. or they surrender. But it's it was a war. So it's like for me, it's like these niggas are literally at war in a city. And not even the whole city, but like certain parts, a certain like few blocks, maybe a couple of 50, 60 blocks. It's insane. Yeah, like this, this is such a small area that y'all are in here just like going to war over. So, yeah, y'all are crossing paths and seeing each other because the you enemy territory is do. right down the street, and y'all are so young, y'all don't have anything else to do but figure out how to take out the other people that you consider your enemy like y'all are just like the people in the military that have nothing but time to but to and your but job to train, is to do yeah, this trying is to kill right <clears throat> so what else are you gonna really your job is to to do this and figure out how to survive and when military people kill a whole bunch of people and take out a lot of like high-ranking officials they're celebrated they do a lot of celebrating there's beers there's happiness niggas pose with osama bin laden's head and body mm-hmm. and so it's like you i kind of understand the adolescent mind of being like i'm celebrating these kills and yeah, i win right and, and taking this out like i did this like we as humans do that <laughs> and so we wanted these children to have better discernment and be like, hey, 15 and 16 year olds up to what? The oldest, what, 22, 23? Yeah, he made it pretty far, but I think that's only because he started hey. rapping and kind of, you know, yeah. distanced himself from it. But the highest I saw was 23. And it's like, are right, you make it to 23 and you probably now are trying to get a little bit understanding of life? Right. But you've already done so much. If you've made it to this age, it's like, mm-hmm. this is what you know. So it's probably not like you doing looking for a whole lot of change. And that's probably what's leading to y'all not making it too far past this age. Which is fucking crazy. Like, you mean in the second question we asked, like, damn, where's your parents at? Like, they just in the thick of it, too. They just think this is normal. So y'all niggas on this five blocks just think this is the normal reality for you. I couldn't imagine 
could not imagine like, this is just how it is and nobody's like i'm not saying nobody did because we don't get to hear about maybe like unsung heroes of these communities but well see i think of it like ec mm-hmm. but with um instead of a whole bunch of houses like how it had because ec used to be like really like rich yeah a lot more of the apartments kind of like how euclid is mm. so ec and euclid mm-hmm. and so if you have all that then the parents are probably either working these bullshit as retail jobs all around yeah, and i wouldn't say that much y'all ain't got no y'all are y'all scrimping by yeah you can't really control teenagers you can say some things but not really controlling a teenager especially if they get to that point where they just wild as fuck like yeah no you're not really controlling them so i will give them that much but then you just gotta be like what yeah no it's just just a wild situation a very wild situation and the fact that you explained it's only five blocks just five blocks wide yes that's it's it's not it's not they in the south so it's like south side of chicago and Mm -hmm. so They're not in a very large place. You could say 20 blocks, and it's still not a large... No, it's not. You running into each other. Y'all live in the same area. Close proximity. More than likely, you got one grocery store, because that's how close that is. Y'all proximity is is real, real close. And so Mm -hmm. that's why he was always like, I'm in y'all area. I'm walking through y'all area. They said shit on the thing when they were like... When he killed Ki, they said it was a three or four minute walk from O Block, and so it's like y'all are. If you feel comfortable kicking it with your people at this house, so clearly this y'all area. If they area is four minute walk away, this is y'all conflict is right on each other, y'all. Right on it. It's no escaping that. No, y'all right you in it. Have to see it, even if you ain't a part of it. Yeah, you. That's it. like how the dude Malcolm, dude, that mm-hmm. wasn't a part of anything, ended up getting killed. Cause like, should you just add a party with other people that are a part of it? Yeah. And so you you see it, you know it. Like I know. Who was talking about it? Um, I think Juice was talking about how he wasn't like a gangster, but he just felt like you had to still like just carry a gun, mm-hmm. just to be like to be safe he's like I'm not trying to like do nothing he's like but I need to be able to protect myself from people who want to want to do something and it's like to have that thought it's like I gotta have a gun because me walking out the house and going to school might mean some niggas want to shoot at me and I need to be prepared to be able to shoot back and defend myself I'm not even involved in no gang activity or anything like that niggas just might shoot at me Mm. That's a reality. Yeah, that's a crazy reality. So I don't know if I want my artists to be fake, but I don't think I want them to have to go through these realities. I'll say that. Those are two very different degrees where you said like the tech nine going to this. Like yeah. those are like those are two very different degrees, varying different degrees of realness. But yeah. like I said, it's just not cute how you see it. Like somebody was talking about this the other day, like the music has changed pretty drastically where some kids don't even want to listen to actual murderers talking about murder because like you don't relate to that life and you don't really want to do it like sometimes some things that get you hyped up but 
you don't really want to do that. I'm sure Vaughn didn't want to do those things. It was just a decision that he made in his life and was like, well, this is what I'm choosing. And maybe was backed into the court. And like, you could always change your mind. So, but nobody, I don't think nobody is, let me say that. I think it's pretty rare that somebody really wants to do it <laughs> initially. I'll say that much. I think it's a rarity to really want to do that. But most people just kind of, you know, want to get by and survive the best way they can. But like I said, I can't be mad at them for making art and being an artist. And that's what I'm leaving at that. I'm going to leave both of that at that. I wish it was different, though, because like I said, that's a reality that I just... I don't understand and my heart goes out to people who just feel like they in it and it's probably hard to get out of it I don't know yeah you ready for yours never <laughs> I'm mad that it's always such a, a hard time for you you're like nah I don't wanna do my what she's like bitch why are you here yeah like why <laughs> this nigga FaceTime me I asked her what she want for me to come back home what that's what my daughter just said she said this nigga FaceTime me? No, I faced. She to FaceTime me. I was like, what do you want? She was like, for you to come home. Go to sleep. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> That's what kids do. I support that. Alright, so I'm sure if you've been on the interwebs, we see a lot of instant therapy going on a lot of love yourself more heal your inner child people pleasing those stupid little bud words and i'm kind of sick of it uh let's see we'll start with some simple phrases and you can tell me if you agree with it or not but um here we go what would you do if somebody said that they were on a healing journey (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) like they need to explain it to me what the fuck is a healing journey? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable just, with a healing journey. Yeah. If you like, I'm taking like some time away from technology and I'm going to do some reading and some research and some self-reflection mm-hmm. and like, all right, I, f- I fucks with that. That's like a spiritual journey, but you have some trauma and you, you need to get over that. All right. But if you tell me you're going on like a healing journey and I ask you, what is that? And you say well, I don't, you know, I'm just, just I'm going to get to myself. How? Well, you know, I'm going to just focus on healing. By doing what? <laughs> just focusing on me. <laughs> I like that one. Somebody told me a fucking healing journey. I'm on a healing journey. What do you do, napping? <laughs> yeah, no, I need, like, I need real answers. Once you tell me, like, if you give me a real response... I'm with it. Yeah. But if you gave me some foo-foo flow. I'm just healing, you know, taking it one day at a time. <laughs> so you're not doing anything. <laughs> we need to. Actively. We need to stop that. Oh, you got a couple of crystals by your pillow at night. You need crystals you by your pillow. It. But that's it. You don't do nothing else with the crystals no. by your pillow. Mm-mm. Just sleep with the crystals. Mm-mm. Uh, realistically, under your pillow. Under your pillow? Yeah. Mm. So that way. Um, that, you're in a healing journey. I'm sh- <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. I'm on a healing journey. I understand. I don't sleep a good... No, no, I did back for a couple of nights. <clears throat> That's when I was on my healing journey. <laughs> anyway, the next one, people pleasing. Do you agree with this one or not? 
is this something that is very impactful to our minds? People pleasing. You need to stop people pleasing. I think that there's people people pleasers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's just hard for people pleasers. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think everybody. Doing. Yeah. They should. Stop people pleasing. Yeah. Because I'll say this: most people pleasers are very resentful, mm-hmm. and usually aren't as fulfilled with life because people are asking them to do something or want to do something and their desire will be contrary to that but they'll go along in the sense of feeling like I need to like make sure like me and them are okay and that they're they're pleased with me and that will lead to like positive interactions with them mm-hmm. instead of being like hey I don't want to do that and me saying I don't want to do that should be acceptable and not cause us to have negative interactions they're worried about like them putting out their own thing turning into like negativity like hey no me saying my wants are not wanting to do what you want me to do results in like negative outcomes so I I think people pleasing is a real thing I don't think that everybody is a people pleaser I do you not feel like it here's why (laughs) I'll be people pleasing no I've learned how to put it in balance like I would do things because A I thought I had to do them and B it would get people to recognize me like I didn't know how to recognize my own feelings and my own needs so I thought putting other people's needs over my own was what I needed like that's that whole good girl mentality right if I serve them then I get recognized as being a good girl and I can feel better when really it doesn't really if you do it too much let me not say that I think in 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 balance yes it's bad but I think it could be a strength because you're not so narcissistic or like self-involved I'll say that much you're not so self-involved to the point where um yeah, to the point of like over being overly self-centered, because as a mom, you know you kind of have to pay attention to your kids' needs, or as a parent, kind of have to pay attention to your kids' needs. If you a husband, kind of got to pay attention to what your wife needs. So it's a strength until it gets out of balance. <laughs> That's my thing. Like I've seen it be out of balance to myself, but when people, I think in this context, or what I'm trying to say is like when people just feel like when people it kind of go back to that whole you should love yourself more it kind of goes back to that corny shit which would be the next one and if you do something else for somebody else nowadays is that considered like people pleasing you need to be such a people pleaser it feels like accusatory rather than seeing it as like hmm this could actually be beneficial if you keep it in check (laughs) so that's why I think like it's a kind of a double-edged towards with that one so if you don't know when to reel it in and learn like okay and in the long run this is not going to serve me for my highest goal it's going to deplete me and it's not really going to help nobody because i don't really reckon i meet a whole lot of people that know how to keep it in check mm-hmm. that takes time i will say that much and i'll also say uh i think that people pleasing is more about like acquiescing to like a majority of just like whoever you come in contact with 
and not necessarily like keeping that limited to like the people that you're like directly connected to because yeah you should definitely like focus on like your child your wife your parents things like that in terms of like wanting them to like be have some sort of level of happiness with you and things like that but I don't think that's the same as like well I think that can be if you're just people if you just go full tilt and you're just worried about their happiness above your own yeah and I think that's kind of where it gets to I think that's the level of where it's where it's becomes like people pleasing where it's like are right, you not worried about like making a like a good environment for everybody you just worried about like everybody else being pleased and not including yourself well I guess like even that could be considered a little narcissistic too right because you think that what you're doing is just oh so great and it's just gonna help them and at the end of the day they're gonna praise me like every nigga didn't thought that and I don't care if y'all can sit there and pretend like no I would never like nah I've been there well bitch. see for me it's not necessarily like I think that everything I don't know if they think everything is so great I think that they just do everything that is asked of them regardless of whether they want to or not right cause at the end of the day just leave T.O. yo need to be seen that un nourished part of you that needs to be seen and recognized for doing something quote unquote good I know you're not a people pleaser you don't know <laughs> you, no. don't, you don't know this deep embedded thing I be knowing about this one <laughs> I'll ask you about selfishness later right selfishness I, is great selfishness I don't know what's wrong, what's wrong with that what's wrong with being selfish I know what that one is okay next one what Focus about the self. love yourself bullshit I hate that one why because it seemed like a punishment like fuck man you can't like if you want to be in a relationship that's the biggest one man you know i really want a man or i really want a woman i don't know what to do i don't know why i keep getting shit on well you should just love yourself more like excuse me that's the only time i've ever hear it ever being said like if something go wrong in your life namely mostly in relationships someone's always you should love yourself more or like i say something happens between you and your friend like damn i don't know why i let them do that i thought i was doing it you know what happened because you didn't love yourself <laughs> that's the only time i ever hear that fucking thing that's I mean, the majority of it I why because like that's the truth no it's not it is how <clears throat> if you cared about yourself more you wouldn't allow disrespect mm-hmm. the end <laughs> no sometimes disrespect just happens no, i don't no, no. gotta it do, do with nothing do. with your no, no. loving you yourself continuing to be engaged and allowing this to move forward without correcting it is the part of you not loving yourself sure no. disrespect just happens but that's just moving on with it moving on and getting on like shit is just cool and not calling it out for what it really is that's not loving yourself that's being passive that's keeping the peace those might be valuable but I don't know if that's really like recognizing how you felt if someone takes something from you you give somebody something and or ask someone to hold something for you and then you come back for it and it's gone and they're like no I used it let's say it was fucking um like a program or not even a program like oh let's say you had some whatchamacallit some merchandise 
And you was like, hey, can you hold this for me? And they like, yeah. And they holding it for you and they get hard up on a little bit of money and or they just decide that they want to make a little extra money and so they decide to sell it. And not say nothing to you about it. But you have plans to like, all right, boom, I'm gonna go and sell all this product here and that's gonna lead me to be able to buy this next big thing and move into this next phase. You get there and figure out, boom, it's gone. And you upset about it, but you just kind of let it go. That's not really loving yourself. You let someone steal from you. Someone that's, and clearly it was someone that you trusted and, and thought it had some level of care for you. Mm-hmm. And sure, they might be like, oh, I'm going to replace it, I'm going to put it back. But in reality, they stole from you. And you just be like, all right, well, that is what it is. You don't, you don't love yourself. No. What's wrong with you? You might have a little bit of trouble establishing your boundaries. No, that's yes. uh, because you have a lack of self-love. No. Yes. Because most people don't know what the fuck love is. So... I would say most people don't yes. have to love themselves. You think that most people don't know what love is. I feel they like they don't. They don't. I feel like you feel like people don't know what love is because they don't know the same type of love you you want them to know. No, because to me, love is not. What is that? I don't know which word it is. Is it subjective or objective that you use? Because I don't. I can't tell the difference between the two. So subjective means that it is up to each person's interpretation okay so no love to me is not subjective you think it's an objective thing and that's my and so that's yeah. why I think there's an issue mm-hmm. because I don't think that it's for me I don't think that love is objective like it to me love is objective it just is the Sufis talk about that shit your job Rumi talk about it your job is not to focus on being more loving or loving yourself your job is to Work on acceptance, being peaceful. Uh, like you said, whatever. We'll just say boundaries because I don't know the other fucking word. Developing self-respect. But you just, that's you don't your love job. yourself. Hmm? But when you don't do those things, it's because you don't love yourself. You don't. You lack all those things. So in a very succinct way, you don't love yourself because you don't know how to create boundaries. You don't know how to set up <clears throat> a space where you can communicate effectively about how you feel and feel heard. You don't know how to take in consideration yourself and then vocalize that and make that a priority. And I'm so I'm not about to go through this whole checklist about shit you don't know. You don't love yourself. And if you can't figure out all the things you need to do to get to loving yourself. Okay. With that logic, if people don't know how to love themselves, if people did know what love is, don't you think we'd be a little bit more... I don't know loving towards each other if we really knew what that was like we say we love hamburgers but really we lust in hamburgers I don't think people would be more loving towards each other or at least more peaceful and calm towards each other no no I ain't buying that one not at all like Mm -hmm. I think that's that's some fairy tale foo foo shit knowing what love is and knowing that it's internal has nothing to do with our selfishness has nothing to do with like our desire to protect 
hoard and guard resource in an attempt to make sure that we are secure and self. No. That, that's those are are <clears throat> those are all existing living things needs. Shelter, food. Once you start getting into these like hierarchy things, the very basics of them are very selfish. Right. And since we as people can conceptualize a, a world where we lack, we always err on the side of caution and towards greater resource and greater excess as, as an overarching people. Sure, there's individuals that don't, but we're just talking about the whole. So you can't say that it wouldn't go towards like hostility because peace, yeah, I know what love is, but love isn't going to stop the other person from taking the last fruit out of that tree. And if they take the last fruit and I ain't got no fruit, I'm gonna be hungry. So I should probably just take the whole tree. That way I got the fruit for as long as I need it. It's, I, I think our human selfishness and rationale and our ability to conceptualize our needs gets in our way. It doesn't, I don't think that it stops the fact that we love. I think that it's the other side of the coin. Sure, we love, but then we rationalize all these other things that can happen because we love. How we can be left vulnerable, how when you love something, it makes you do things that aren't the most conducive for you. So I don't, I don't think that. But for me, I like I said, I don't think love is an objective thing. I think it's very, I think it's subjective between different people. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I know you think love is. You said love is. Yeah, it's just something that is. So for me. It's not a foo-foo reality because to say, if you love your wife and kids, you got to go to war for it. You're going to do it out of the love for them, right? You can't avoid conflict. That's not what love is trying to do. That I'm really going to do much with each other. Just because you are a loving person does not mean conflict does not come your way. But do you know how to deal with it better than just flying off the fucking handle? Yes, because now you've developed some sort of acceptance inside of yourself or whatever the fuck goes down the list of inviting more love in like with your if your mom like you and your mom ain't fighting over resources right you just gonna feed her that's it because you love her that's that's all that matters my mom said she was hungry so i'm going to feed her the conflict how you dealing with that conflict is a little bit more peaceful because of a loving situation is what i'm saying that didn't get rid of her hunger that didn't get rid of your need to go survive and provide for your mother did it no but going to get it it didn't it didn't cause this chaos in your brain when you had to go feed her no conflict is not gonna dissipate just because you're a more loving person it probably will lessen 
and how you deal with it will probably be a little bit more peaceful and maybe a tad bit more easier. We can see this in everything that we do, but to say that most people know what love is, they know what lust is, of course. We say we use the word love so fucking much. I don't know what love yourself is. What the fuck? I, to me, it's just a costume. You need to love yourself more. Shut the fuck up. Somebody over here saying like, yo, I made a mistake. You know what be really loving is if you said, you made a mistake, man, I understand. Yeah, you're right. What you gonna do about it next time? That or, would be loving. That would help somebody yeah, sure. love themselves That would be anymore. loving, but how about <laughs> if they don't say they made a fucking mistake? How about if they cheat on you and they said, damn, my bad, I'm not going to do that no more. And then they consistently continue to show the same behavior and same action. And you consistently take them back. Bitch, you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can say all that other shit. But no, you have a clear lack of understanding of how to set boundaries, how to garner and hold a level of respect for yourself. Because most have people a don't know what love is. Like going back to what I said, you but, don't, so you know, don't what love so you, you don't, don't know, know what the fuck. So you don't know what it is. Just because you don't know what it is. Because so, most people don't know what it is. So how but, could so the you blame them? I, just because you, don't, I can blame you for not knowing something. What do you mean? You can blame. You want to engage in these things without any level of understanding. Mm-hmm. You're an active participant. If you were an unwilling participant, then sure, I couldn't blame you for shit. But you're actively engaging in this without doing any of the self-fucking work. So no, you need to learn how to love yourself because you don't. So I guess I don't see how that's subjective because you're using a blanket term for what most people go through. So how is that subjective? You yourself just said, okay, if you love yourself, there's this blanket generalized term that we could all follow. So it's no, it's not subjective on no, what you it's thought not it was. a blanket term. It's if you are in a relationship and the person that you're with is a monogamous not even monogamous cheater they're just they sleep with other women or other men mm-hmm. on a semi-regular basis but that's not one of the things that bothers you and you don't give a fuck about that for me that's not you not loving yourself mm-hmm. so it's subjective in how do you view and articulate the situation once you start internalizing and feeling like Oh, I no longer want. I don't want these things, but I'm. I don't know how to like vocalize, set boundaries, and articulate. Hey, I don't want this to be happening, and this isn't what I want. But this is just what I'm accepting. That's when you don't love yourself. So it's subjective in whatever the situation is. But you don't love yourself once you just start accepting it, and you don't want it. Okay. I just don't think that you can accept something that you don't really want and love yourself. We're going to move on. No, I want to know why you disagree. (laughs) Because most niggas go through that shit. Just because you go through it doesn't mean... So both people don't love themselves. So both people do not know what the fuck love is. Like, you don't know what it is. You haven't developed the skill for that. That's true. And I... Those are true things. Those are all true. Most people don't know what love is. Most people haven't developed a skill. And most people don't love themselves. Everything you said is true. Right, but you keep saying like, oh, just because it's subjective, it couldn't be true what you're saying, Ash, because everybody thinks love is this way. That's what you just said. No, what can't be true Mm -hmm. is that if you love yourself... Oh, no. What can't be true is you should love yourself is bullshit. Mm -hmm. That is what I'm arguing against. 
that statement that love yourself is bullshit. No, you need to learn how to love yourself. Right. Because you don't. Just like you said, most people don't know what love is. So if they don't know what it is, they don't know how to execute it, then they probably should learn it. But you need to love yourself more. I feel like you don't like the statement because you're in a space where you know and have gained a level of understanding of loving. You're like, bitch, don't tell me that because that's not why I'm going through or doing whatever I'm or doing what I'm doing or dealing with what I'm dealing with. It's not because I have a lack of boundaries because when I come across something that I don't like or I don't find engaging, I stop dealing with it. You've articulated that before. This is very true. But so even going back to when you see it all the time, like you'll see somebody online bitching, right? Whatever they boyfriend cheated on him. And then, or just being like, hey, I just want a relationship and I don't understand. The retort is almost instantly, or you just need to love yourself more. Can he just, he or she just be wanting somebody to be with? Or can he just like, damn, you just made a mistake, but I know how it feels. I've been there. If you need advice, blah, 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 blah. The fucking answer constantly is, you need to love yourself more. Like, that's not even helping nobody at this point. It don't help. It only hurts because now I feel like a big blame game. And then I was just like, well, sometimes it is just you made a mistake. And sometimes somebody probably needs to develop a little bit more self-respect and blah, 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 blah. Yes, those things both can simultaneously be true. But the way we kind of blanket and trying to put band-aids on motherfuckers' wounds by saying love yourself more don't help nobody. It don't. don't, But okay, so I don't think we were trying to help anyone. Mm-hmm. That's the, the uh, what? we think it's helpful. No, that's my no, thing. No, no. You think it's helpful telling no, somebody no, you don't. should love I yourself don't. more. I don't think that it's helpful. Mm-hmm. It's an observation. Mm. I, if I wanted to be helpful, would critique the way that you behave, tell you about, hey, these are the things that you're doing that I see. These are some things that I think you could improve upon or change. And if you did some of these things, I think that you would have better results. That would be me trying to be helpful. Me saying you should love yourself more Mm -hmm. is me making an observation about the lack of love that I see there. I am not trying to be helpful. Mm. And I don't think most people who are saying that are trying to be helpful. They're commenting on what they say. You don't love yourself. I'm not trying to help you learn how to love yourself, get to a space of loving yourself. None of that. I came by, read this shit, and said, can't love yourself, and kept him and wasn't trying to help. Clearly, no one's trying to help in this situation. No. I don't think that you should take- That's why I think it needs to stop. There's nothing. It's just out your fucking mouth. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, it's just words come out your goddamn face, and we need to stop saying that, because now people think it's like an antidote to things. There's no real step-by-step action to get to the point where you love yourself. You're just saying this shit. That's my thing. Like, why are you just saying that now? Y'all just say shit. Like, it's just blanket There's some things that you can do to get to loving yourself. There's plenty of things that you can get to do to loving yourself. I don't think there's a set path. constantly seeing it now is just corny insta-therapy. It's just the bandage to the gunshot wound that was inflicted behind a sawed-off shotgun. People, when you say you should love yourself now, people be like, you're right. And then they take themselves out for like a, a spa day or 
and they think that's fucking self-love like you niggas is not helping these people that really just generally had regardless of whatever the fuck happened generally had a situation that comes with being human and y'all don't help nobody and that's my thing like you should just love yourself more shut the fuck up I guess (laughs) more cynical where it's like well you niggas be online telling your business and taking advice from random niggas online why would you expect them to be the helpful niggas you gotta pay the niggas that you want help from. Even, like, I guess I'll tell this story. Like, I kind of don't want to tell this story because I feel like well, a don't. sucker. <laughs> if you don't want to tell the story, don't tell the story. I don't. You ever just be embarrassed by your decision? I'll say this. I'll say after something happened, right? Mm-hmm. Not too all, just I'll just say it. You know, you find out that your ex is cheating on you. And I go tell my mom. She's like, well, you know, it happens. What are you gonna do? Just love yourself more. My heart hurts <laughs> deeply and penetrative. And what you said to me in this, don't you fucking say it. Don't you Did fucking I say, say it. Nah, I said that you, you have to whole, pay. No, nah, you got the, the whole. People. I will apologize at your funeral that I popped you at face. You, you have, have that to face. apologize. <laughs> you have to apologize. No, you have to pay the people that you want the good advice from. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in that. Mm-hmm. I think that when you go to other people and tell them how you're feeling, a lot more of their personal feelings and what they think and all of that comes into play. Right. And them giving advice, opposed to when you're paying someone, you're usually working to try and be neutral and come at it from an understanding perspective. One, mm-hmm. because that's probably the best way to like help you and two if they just go out and write and blame you you're probably not going to come back and give them more money (laughs) Mm. so it's just a better place to go so for me it's like sure she's your mom but also she's your mom so she has her whole own like feelings and preconceived notions and everything like that and she ain't even looking at it like, let me pause and take that out and just be like interpreter for my daughter. She's like, let me add this in. And I probably dealt with some of this shit and you know, I had to just right. she work has it on, been care about me more. Years. Yeah, and so that's all that you got that's was that jadedness. That's fucking know. Was jaded. It took me a minute to see that. Yeah. But when you're in the thick of it, you're like, bitch, oh, you don't no. care about Exactly. Me. I fool, but that's what but I, that's what the love yourself shit been there. I've been on the, the whole fucking end of, you need love yourself more. So, okay, I can Hush. get <laughs> if when you're actually looking for something mm-hmm. and people are like, love yourself. Yes, <laughs> it's frustrating on the other end. It's like I can see how you're coming from that. Be like, mm. because I really be feeling. Like, I don't say it to people because I just don't be giving a fuck enough to like. I already know that it's gonna cause an argument. Yeah, like if I tell you, you should love yourself, but I really you, be meaning it. I know you really mean it. And like, if you make me like explain it to you, you're gonna be like, why he say all that? <laughs> could have just let us to that you should love yourself more you figure it out and then love yourself more well I gotta spell it out for you like well you did this you're doing this what? this don't make no sense yeah, explain this to me tough cookie yeah so no I, I believe it does. you should love yourself more but I don't think it's trying to be helpful mm-hmm. I think that it's an it's not even necessarily objective it's an observation mm. 
Sometimes it's a spiteful one. Hey, you should love yourself more. Why are you being like that? Yeah, he told me that when I had rubbed the cat and then I put it in my eyes. He was like, you don't love yourself. And I'm like, I just like cats. Goddamn. Mm. <laughs> I just like the kitty. No, no. You don't love yourself. I don't know. <laughs> you want to be sick. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you, you know don't what? Care about well, that day I wasn't. Anyway, here's a good one. A scarcity mindset. Think this is helpful or hurtful? Does it need to stop? Uh, I think it needs to stop. I think that it's kind of in line with what we were talking about earlier before we got on the show. Um, when I was telling you about people thinking that if they blow your candle out, Mm-hmm. And stop you from shining and doing your thing That it somehow makes their candle light brighter But it's like no You still got the same ass flicker that you had before So I think that That's a mindset that Isn't the most beneficial When it's like <clears throat> Spread um, Spread wide I think that sure you can be like Financially conservative and and in that nature but I think when it like takes on like a I have to like hoard my resources because if I don't then other people will get them Mm -hmm. or if I share information other people will be able to like get to these same resources and I won't have as much I don't think that's helpful you know I'm not with that I agree because it just seems like another band-aid to the gunshot wound type deal like if somebody says that they probably were in some scarce ass times and they're afraid that the scarce ass time will happen again regardless if it's true or not how they framed the situation has clearly made them feel like okay i'm scared to not have enough because more than likely you didn't have enough (laughs) something clearly put you in this state where it's like oh shit wait a minute i've seen what happens you hear it constantly with poor people that got rich nigga we had to steal the chicken wings or the milk on the water on the cereal whatever the fuck things we uh hear from people who've gone from literal poverty and they've got some money now you will hear some shit like what do my parents do? They fucking rewash them goddamn bags, the the plastic Ziploc bags. Them niggas rewash that shit for what? Or cleaning off aluminum paper, aluminum foil. We clearly don't live in those times, but in their head, they can't hold up to this shit. They holding on. Oh yeah, no, I definitely not understand that word. Is mm-hmm. you know you got to break that cycle. Well, that's my biggest thing. It's like we can't live like that. Like. I'm not saying you got to be wasteful, but you definitely don't have to be like, all right, I'm rewashing paper towels and man, we them niggas be saving paper, the plastic cups, the fucking like, forks, like nah, that's true. I throw it's that shit away. Yes, I throw that shit so. And away, when you wash it, it don't even be like <laughs> it don't even be clean. It'll be fucking greasy. Yeah. I fucking hate them niggas for doing that shit. Every time I see them, I'm just like, and I don't know why it be greasy, but it do. <laughs> do. Their plastic shit just stay greasy for some reason. I saw three of that shit in the fucking silverware drawer. I'm like, I'm throwing this all the way away. It costs a dollar. You want me to buy you some more? I can do that for you. I see that shit consistently, and I'm just like, we have to stop. But 
I will say some things that like habits that keep you poor is definitely something you have to get rid of. A scarcity mindset, that's a throwaway thing, but habits that keep you poor and in a perpetual state of survival mode, you definitely have a choice over that. But I wouldn't call that a scarcity mindset. I would just call it really bad habits that somebody taught you and that you got to do away with if you want to have some sort of, I don't like using financial stability. Mm, I'll say that just because for the sake of conversation, I'll say financial stability and security. Yes, you should probably get rid of shitty habits. Like, I was just thinking about the fuck I was about to say. Like, I learned this. Yeah, that's a whole poverty kind of. No, 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 let me not say that. I'll just keep it there. Never mind. Nothing deep. Mm. I had more, but we're, you know. Now we're 15 in. Anything else on the... Great little conversation. Let's see. I'll do one more. Okay. I like this one. You should always feel seen and heard. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Depends. That's very loose and no context. (laughs) You never heard nobody say that one? Your feelings are very valid. You should always feel seen and heard. Man. If you don't feel in understood, the you should go. Of being in a relationship, then probably. Mm-hmm. You want the other person, you want to feel like the other person's at least trying or attempting to like understand what you're doing, what's going on. So I would say, yeah. I would say yeah it's kind of situational I like the way she explained it here she says as an adult by your parents yes as an you should always as an adult by your parents yes as an adult absolutely not this is an impractical self-involved expectation most people are too busy surviving to always see and hear you that's why so for me I Mm -hmm. just I only all these sound interpersonal so I just apply them to interpersonal connections if you're trying to apply this to just people in general in the universe then you don't get your feelings hurt because you're stupid <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck about you <laughs> shut the fuck up right because i don't think it's nobody else's job to always see i don't care if it is my job i don't know you and hear you no it's i'm just not general my people. job I've, i know I don't, it's, not, it's not my job right i don't know you i don't care about you but I think a lot of people just internalize that in the general public too like you see a lot of people trying to get you to pander to their very like we'll say um what's the word I'm looking for what's a problem that's not big like if you have a small problem like not like you have a rare disease but you have something that majority people don't have what would be a good word for that unique yeah, I guess you have a unique problem. That's pretty cool. You have a unique problem, and now you see people just trying to take their unique problems and make it everybody else's problems in the guise of, you should be seen and heard. <laughs> no. Your feelings are valid. No, only on the interpersonal. Mm-hmm. That was like your boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, they should see and hear you. Parents, siblings, same like that. I agree. But who cares? And that's a really hard pill for you to swallow after you become, after you lived a little bit of life outside your parents' uh, provisions and guidance. 
<laughs> You'd have to learn that one But I think that is all On Mike's super short show I'm not short Perfect It's been Conscious Reconstruction I'm the host with the most AKA Tony Melbourne In the motherfucking building And it's still the prettiest of them all Just so you know Goodbye Like, just subscribe, share Tell a friend to tell a friend And tell a bitch to tell a hoe